0: something a little bit different today because news broke yesterday that the zone are very close to completing a takeover of bt sport but what does that mean for bt sports coverage of mma aka the ufc boxing and more importantly us the paying partner the subscribers let's talk about it before we do my name is rahul jay chan this is the battle camp thank you very much for joining me if you need to channel please do consider subscribing um, all right, so Reuters exclusively reported yesterday that the Zona close to completing an £800 million takeover of BT Sport. Now, there's been rumours for the best part of the year that BT want to get out of the sports coverage business because they want to focus on the core business, which is obviously telecoms and broadband services. And apparently they want to invest quite heavily in their 5G network infrastructure, which is why they don't really want BT Sport as an asset because it's quite a costly thing trying to be a sports media channel. Um the rumours about DAZN wanting to take over BT Sport have been going since, I'd say, summer last year, summer 2021. Um, <clears throat> and I suppose the obvious thing to talk about first is the fact that DAZN is an online streaming platform. The whole premise, the whole idea behind zone is for it to be online, the Netflix of sports. Um, so why would they want to take over a traditional broadcast outlet? And obviously it's because BT Sport have quite a good portfolio of sports that they've got exclusive rights to. Uh, they've got Premier like Premier like Premier League football. They've got um, European football, the Champions League and the Europa League. I'd say those are the, the the crown jewels of of BT Sports portfolio. But then they've also got rugby union. They've got boxing, like I mentioned earlier. They've got the UFC, which is a sole reason why I subscribe to BT Sport. Now I also subscribe to the Zone because of the boxing. Um, so my initial thought is, I'm hoping I'd be able to consolidate two payments into one. Because I don't really see as a fan, uh, as a paying customer, the value in paying the same organization twice, right? Because I'm assuming once once this takeover happens, then we're going to start seeing. The first thing we will see is BT Sport, uh, channel 413, if you've got Sky TV, <clears throat> being rebranded as The Zone. And then what we'll see is matchroom boxing shows on our TV. so we won't need to go into the app to watch those shows so if I'm getting if I'm already paying for BT sport then I will just cancel my my subscription to the app right so with this with this acquisition what 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 does are doing is they're not just buying the rights to all of these uh, all of these different sports they're also taking over you know I don't know how many subscribers BT sport currently have but I'm assuming it's you know in its millions, and that's what they're taking over, right? <clears throat> now, um, I was kind of thinking maybe what they'll do is they'll just grab all of those sports and just stick them on their app because that's the that's the core of the business with with a, with, with a Netflix of sport. But then I thought to myself, and again, I'm just speculating because I'm not a lawyer. I don't know much about this stuff. I'm just kind of using logic. Um, all of these different sports all of these organisations that have made these deals with BT Sport you'd assume they've made them under a set of conditions and i'm assuming one of those conditions is this this content this coverage will be shown on tv and i'm assuming the contracts that they have in place won't just allow the zone to just grab you know premier league football and just stick it exclusively on their app right <clears throat> Who knows? I'm not an expert. They might be able to do that. Right. But I'm assuming in the short term, we won't see much difference in terms of the coverage that BT Sport currently have. We'll just see it rebranded as the zone. Now, the main focus for me, uh, I'll talk about boxing first. Right. Because I'm not going to lie to you. If BT Sport just had this current coverage of boxing and not the UFC, I wouldn't subscribe because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Now I've I've watched a lot of interviews with Frank Warren where he's quite bullish about this uh, potential takeover and oh well we've got it there in writing and um, we've got a deal and um, whether it's Dazone or BT Sports someone's got a someone's got a um, stick to the contract that we have in place right so there's a couple of things that I'm assuming <clears throat> might happen one Dazone say all right well you have a five year deal worth X amount. Uh, I don't even know if it's a five-year deal. I'm just making these numbers up, by the way. We've, you've got a five-year deal with BT Sport worth X amount. Uh, so we'll give you that cash. Bye. See you later. We don't We, we, we don't really see the value in your proposition. Or um, um, I think this is probably the more likely scenario. Um, and it would probably speak to Eddie Hearn and his ego if... Frank Warren and Queensbury stick around on the zone, and they're the the secondary boxing outlet on that platform behind Matchroom, almost like Matchroom's little brother. And Eddie Hearn gets to almost be like, indirectly, Frank Warren's boss for the duration of the existing deal that Queensbury or Frank Warren have with BT Sport. Now, in preparation for this video, I started looking at the <coughs> at the. Uh, the current stable that Frank Warren has, and I went onto their website, and there's a, a place where you can go meet the fighters. So I went and tried to meet the fighters, and you click on it, and literally all they have there is Joe Joyce, Tyson Fury, Di- uh, Daniel Dubois, and Tommy Fury. Now, obviously, Sonny Edwards recently left uh, Frank Warren. Um, that it's quite funny because years ago, when when Queensbury and BT Sport announced their partnership. That on that stage, there was a, it was quite an impressive group of fighters he had. I, I, I think I don't think Warrington had joined them just yet, but Billy Joe Saunders was there, Tyson Fury. Um, there was a couple of world champions that he had. <clears throat> so the way his stable has depleted, especially over the last, the last kind of year or so, and with Tyson Fury, like when's the last time he actually boxed on a show that Frank Warren promoted, right? I'm going off way off on a tangent here, but um, I, I I worry for for Frank Warren and his business. If I'm honest with you, if this happens, if the zone do take over BT Sport, because it leaves Frank Warren in a difficult position. Now, for us, the fans, not that Frank Warren has, from what I can see, and I'm not a massive boxing fan, so people can probably prove me wrong in the comments, but. It might make it easier to see fights between Matchroom and Queensbury fighters, but the only one I can really think of is Anthony Yard, Anthony Yard against Buati or something like that. Callum Callum Johnson against Buati, like that little group of fighters, right? The, the what are they light heavyweights? Um, but apart from that, who knows? I don't know, man. One of the things that people were talking about during the the conversations when Tyson Fury. And AJ would do the fight where you know. Oh well, Tyson Fury's got an exclusive deal with BT Sport, and 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 Joshua's got an exclusive deal with Sky at the time. And obviously, we know that's up for up for renewal, so we don't know which way he's going to go. But that'll be one less thing to worry about if this happens, right? And again, that's way off in the way off in the in the future. A potential fight between AJ and Tyson Fury. But I'm getting way too deep into boxing politics here. But those are the sports. These are the, these are the sports that we watch, right? <clears throat> So it's interesting and I'm looking forward to seeing how all of this unfolds. What I can potentially see happen in the future is Frank Warren turn into a Ludabella type character. where He doesn't have this massive stable of fighters and he's just almost like a a nomad promoter going from platform to platform. But I don't know man, I think competition is good and I wouldn't like to see this be the this be the end of, of of queensbury because it's nice for fighters to have options right but i suppose there is pro bellum on sky and all of that stuff so so there's loads of different options there are options there are options right so anyway the ufc because obviously this is mainly a a combat uh sorry a mania and an mma channel And It's quite funny right because the UFC have had a partnership with BT since 2013 I think I read Um, and then they actually tried to leave them in 2018. Who remembers that when they went from BT to 11 sports and 11 sports were going to be just an online streaming platform and that deal fell through because 11 something happened where 11 couldn't uh, deliver something or another so that that triggered UFC to be able to get out of that deal and they went back to BT the reason why i'm telling you this is because <clears throat> they went back to bt in 2019 right and the deal that the ufc had with 11 was to run until 2021 and obviously now we're in 2022 so whether the, at any point during that period there's been an extension between bt sport and the ufc clearly we're in 2022 now and bt sport still have the rights for the ufc I really wonder how long this current deal runs for. That's that's what I want to know because given the fact that <clears throat> Sky Sports is main offering as a combat sport, boxing, uh the core kind of uh, all of its fighters got ripped out of Sky Sports and, and, and taken to the zone by Eddie Hearn. It's left a hole in Sky Sports' um combat sport coverage now I, I keep saying combat sport quite quite kind of flippantly but from from what i understand from, from what i remember and this might have changed because i don't even know if he still works at barney francis the guy i think he used to head up sky sports apparently he didn't like mma he didn't like the ufc which is why sky never went for the rights to uh broadcast the UFC back in the day but I never really understood that because they still board they they still had rights to broadcast cage rage and other MMA smaller MMA shows uh but now that you know Matchroom have moved from from Sky to The Zone uh if the UFC come up then maybe it might be something that Sky Sports are interested in acquiring I think now um <clears throat> it's dem- demonstrable the amount of uh fans that ufc has that the sport has mixed martial arts and i think sky will see the value in the ufc in terms of a driver for subscriptions so you never know they might they might throw their hat into the ring um personally i think it would be it would it would kind of work with what Design currently have in terms of matchroom boxing to be the hub of combat sports in the UK. But what do I know, eh? What do I know? I mean, if, if, I, was, if I worked for Design I, I wouldn't pass up the opportunity to have uh, the rights for UFC coverage. Put it that way. Uh, but interesting times ahead. I've made this bloody 10-minute video, and no, my luck, there'll be another article coming out in half an hour saying, um, oh, deals falling through. And this video will be null and void. Speaking of null and void, um actually, that's not a very good segue because that doesn't even make sense. All I did want to say is it's now seven fifty, which means five minutes have gone in the Liverpool Arsenal match, which I'm going to watch on Sky Sports, not on BT Sport or the Zone. So I'm going to run downstairs and watch that. I'll probably edit this while I watch it. But anyway, put your comments below. Let me know what you think about what I've said. Give me your own um, original opinions in the comment section below. Um, feel free to like this. Please share this with a friend. And please, please, please subscribe if you haven't already. I'll catch you guys next time. <clears throat>